Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Batman. Not really. Uh, <laughs> clearly, if you ever saw me and Carlo in 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 physical space, you'd be like, "Holy shit, these two are not Batman or Robin." <laughs> maybe Wrong. the maybe the penguin's fat ass, but not Batman. I could I could rock a pretty good penguin costume. I think. I, you know, I think I could totally rock a good penguin one, or just like a overweight game, Bane one. I think I could totally do that. <laughs> like, Bane oh, is too many tacos, and now this has happened. Oh, I found the Twinkie. I loved the Twinkie. I was a man before I knew what the Twinkie was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So today, me and Carlo uh, totally ruined our intro there. But we, we today we are geeking out on the one, the only, the Batman, uh, because Batman has a absolutely fascinating history. I want to say a little bit more fascinating than some of the others, but I could be wrong. Give us your opinion. We don't care. But tell us what that opinion might be. But me and me and Carlo, I think uh, I think it can be said that we both enjoy the batman i don't know if batman's yeah. your favorite of the dc universe so carlo is he he's not quite my favorite um who would be your favorite in the dc universe uh that's a mm, it's a legit and good question it's hard yeah, it's, it's sometimes a, I, you know yeah I'm, I'm bad at like picking favorites mm -hmm. i'm I am always too. like I'm the worst like you know Who's your favorite girlfriend? I, I don't know. So many. <laughs> I make up so many in my mind. That, you know, it's, <laughs> I would have to. I think I want to say the man. question. The no, question. the question. I'm not familiar with that one. He's 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 um um uh, is it's confusing. Well, eventually becomes uh, Renee Montoya from the Batman uh, uh, Batman ser uh, uh, series. And mm -hmm. uh, she takes over the mantle from him, but the question uh, this is a this is a whole different thing. He's a he's a he's partially where they get the character of Rorschach okay. in the uh, you know in this the blo bloody smiley face stories. Mm -hmm. um, but he is a face. He's not actually faceless. He has a mask that makes him appear faceless that protects him from gases and toxins and things. He generally wears um, a blue because comic books trench coat and matching fedora. Mm -hmm. And his thing is that he is a vigilante. He's kind of a vigilante reporter because he uh, is steeped in criminal conspiracies and, and uh, investigates superheroes and supervillains. So in a, he's very he's similar to Batman in that like, oh, he'll go up against supervillains. He doesn't care. Is he strong enough for that? No, he's very he's very clever. He's very smart. He know he has more sense because he calls her backup more often. But he'll like draw all this information out, so he'll have a lot of things that hurt them that they don't expect them to know. Mm. Like, um, and he is one of the few uh, superheroes, quote unquote superheroes, because he was not actually super. He is, but he was a vigilante. Uh, that he died of, I believe he dies of cancer. Aww. In the in the he just dies and like he just dies. It wasn't like oh, when an alien from planet something something did a thing, and the only way to stop him was for a single hero to die. No, he died. He got cancer and died. He was an old man. He's from, like, I think contemporary of original Batman from way back when. And they just had him remain the same age. So he was the age of the character. So he continued to age as opposed to everyone else who just resets every two years. 
uh, mm-hmm. or the universe resets every, I think, six months at this point. I think every yeah, six months. Pretty much. We, we reload every like every other week or something. Yeah, like, like we're that. out of ideas. I guess we'll we'll make them really gritty this time. And, yes. then we'll re- and that's stupid. And they'll reboot the series, the entire uh, catalog again. But he didn't. He would just. Yeah, I've seen it all. I can't. I can't say. I can't say that I have a favorite DC one either. Like I've always grown up being a big fan of Batman, but I oh, think yeah. that's because Batman was human compared to the others. I mean, yeah. even on the goofier scale, like Plastic Man, Homeboy still had a fucking superpower, right? You know, yeah. Plastic Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, all of them had. Batman was one of the I, I can't now that i'm older i can't say the only one who didn't have superpowers but was at the time he's the big one he's he was the one like oh homeboy is like just you know he's hanging <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he can hang with superman you know <laughs> that that's kind of yeah. a cool thing um opposed to like Hawkman and hawk woman and all that other stuff yeah it's like well they can fly and they're super strong and super yes. durable and, and was like i got a nice car <laughs> I got the best gadgets. Check out the Batcopter. Yeah, even even at his goofiest, he's always like entertaining to the group that he's put in front of. But he is such the so much the flagship of DC. Yeah. So they always hinge everything on just do Batman again. Just keep doing Batman. It's the only yeah. one that makes it Re- money. Reboot, reboot, reboot. Let's do a reboot. Okay. Yep. Okay. This time, turn off all the lights. All right. More mascara. More face. More eye oh. makeup. Uh, have him curse. Ooh, make just, tell him he's gonna make somebody his bat bitch. Just okay. Let's. Are we doing Batman or Batman porn? <laughs> You're my bat bitch now. <laughs> I'm. I'm waiting for it. that's gonna be the next reboot. Every reboot yeah, is always like, what, what if Batman was gritty this time? He's already gritty. Yeah, stop it. Quit it. The man it already good, has man. enough psychological issues as it yeah. is. Uh, but like, hold on. Why don't we go with a different villain this time instead of the Joker? <laughs> well, okay, but we're doing the Joker next, right? We're going next, right? He's we're, definitely next. He's second, right? He has to go. He has to be next. He has to be next. He has to be next. No, well, okay, we'll do Joker next. <laughs> yeah. But he does appear in this one, right? He shows up a little bit. Uh, they always do that. We we can we can do a, a card or a picture or something. Something. Or so, yeah, it's always you know, always but, something. They have to be like, don't worry, guys, the Joker's coming. I promise. Like, can, do you want to just fucking stick the landing before you start talking about what you're doing next? Just right. Once, just fucking once. Stop giving him a gun. Stop giving him a gun. I get, I get mad. I get protective of Batman because, uh, and everyone and everyone does. But like, I'm not trying to get like, I'm trying. I'm they, they, trying not uh, to be like that, fat, the fat uh, Simpsons character that's like getting <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go in that direction. But it bugs me when like the only way to make Batman interesting to people that don't care about that. I, I like who doesn't I people either care. Or they don't. I don't think at this point, there's any chance someone's like bat. What now he's a what man? Like there is everyone knows what Batman is. Yes. So selling him to the least interested is always the, is why they always go like, what if he's really gritty or like, okay, it's really gritty because it's realistic. Like if it's realistic, then he would go to therapy. Yes. You wouldn't dress up like a bat. That's unrealistic. So we're we're dealing with fantasy. Allow it to be fun. Stop trying to be as dark as possible. Mm-hmm. This doesn't work. No. And, and sometimes they go a bit over the top. But speaking yeah. of going over the top, which is what a lot of them do nowadays, let's mm-hmm. go back in time, Carlo. Let's get into our time machine and let's check out 
some earlier Batmans because today yeah. we're kind of doing this history of the Batman or just looking at Batman through the ages type of thing. And what we have here is basically a very simple timeline on Batman. Now, a lot of people don't remember this, but there was before the uh, most people, if they had to think back to Batman, the furthest back that a lot of people can can think of is the Adam West, Burt Ward, you know, Batman where they're running around in tights, which was, you know, basically, you know, 1950s like right on the cusp of the 1950s 1949 so a lot of them will think of that but here's the thing batman goes further back than that like in the sense of not the comic but like when we start doing television of batman and mm-hmm. broadcasting of batman so our first batman show comes out in 1943 it was a black and white batman and he didn't have a fancy batmobile in fact he would just when crime would happen and he's with his butler alfred he would just he was in a convertible and the convertible top would cover him and he would just change into batman in the back seat (laughs) (laughs) so that was our that's our first 19 our 1943 batman and then from 1943 we get into the more popular known one our more uh adam westy with burt Ward as Robin, uh, Batman and Robin, which is 1949, which carried well into the 50s. Type well, that, 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 that's, that predates Adam West, isn't it? Nope. Because Batman, the movie, the Adam West movie, is 1966. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 16 that's about years right. later. 16, he was Batman for 16 years? That can't be right. Well, okay, actually, you're right. It should not be 16 years. Maybe 1949. Let's click into this a little more. Okay, this is so this what what we're looking at is a timeline that is like all the Batman movies in order of release dates. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that's the issue. Maybe we're looking at these are just the movies and not the actual TV show. Yeah. And so I know Batman, the movie, that was the one where like some days you just can't get rid of a bum like that yeah. goofy ass. That's, that's 19, yeah, that's 1906. That's, so yeah. if we're just looking at movies and not the TV shows, then it is your first Batman movie happens in 1943 based on the original uh, black and white one where he just changes in the back of the car. And then we have 1949, which is Batman and Robin. Oh, that is also a black and white one. I forgot about that. I'll, I'll pull that up in a little oh. bit. Then we have the ever famous, uh, you know, cheesy pow, poof, ouch, Batman, which Damn. is 1966. Admiral Smithlap, you see. Yeah, that's clearly the that's clearly the penguin. That is very yeah. That's yeah, Batman. That's the joke. That's the fucking penguin. The fuck is he doing here? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but now, he, he, he came up with the dumbest disguise. Exactly. And then uh, after that, then we get into the very famous, almost you know, uh, decades later, the Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson Batman, which was 1989. Oh, okay. And my dog is totally disagreeing with me here. But that is true, Amara. It's, you know, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson in 1989. And then you have Batman Returns in 1992. 
mask that's with, the, had the, which had the bat card where he yeah. uh brings he has a bat uh credit card to pay for taco bell i believe <laughs> i i, I want to say that was right and then you have uh now this one batman mask oh, later. mask of the phantom which is in 1990 phantasm phantasm yeah. which is 1990 and that one i don't really remember that's an animated one that was animated that was uh part of the batman animated series which for me is still the hallmark of best batman if you have a best batman it's for performance and probably for storytelling of being the batman it's the batman animated series if you have not treated yourself to that you need to immediately Yes, no, actually, Batman, that Batman, the animated series was absolutely spectacular. I really did enjoy that uh, growing up and watching that. There is something about that that was just like whole next level type of situation. Oh, they, it was, it's the it's the um, there, there's a hallmark of some really great storytelling that comes from. I need to tell this story that is darker than I can because of censorship. So I will work around that in a way that forces me to either be brilliant or falter. Mm -hmm. These are the only options available, which yeah. is why, which is why most uh, Batman, when they're trying to get like super dark and edgy and like, what if he it was Batman, but he had a machine gun. Like, that's why that bores the shit out of me. Cause like, that's the best you can do. Mm -hmm. That's not as clever. Batman, the animated series like was so, um, it's such an amazing series. It has an there's an episode where, I'm going to spoil this. Jump ahead fifth, uh, two minutes if you haven't, if you've never watched the series. In the Batman anime series, Batgirl is gassed by the scarecrow and falls 40 stories and dies by falling on Commissioner Gordon's car in a cartoon show that appeared on Fox Kids. Yeah. No, that that's amazing. That is amazing. Uh -huh. And then and they bring it back in a way that makes sense. Okay. If you're wondering if you can come back now, you can come back now. But that level of storytelling that I'm not going to refer to again because that was a massive spoiler is amazing. And the only way they could do that is by having their hands tied where like, we can't let you do this. We're going to censor this. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I have to also, I'm still going to tell this story. So the creators had to be just super mega mind. And how can we tell these amazing stories that require a level of maturity and darkness mm -hmm. and make it for kids and slip it by the censors and still be worth watching 30 years later. Yeah. And that's what they did. No, and it really was. I mean, that that, that whole animated series thing was just spectacular. It really was. Uh, then we get into 1995, Batman Forever, which I remember did not, was not that great. If you remember, Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin came after that in 1997. That's when it started kind of falling off for me. I don't know about you, yeah, Carlo, it's, but it's, like it got really cheesy and bad after that. Yeah, it became like, and I loved while I love Michael Keaton as uh, as Bruce as Bruce Wayne. He's still one of my favorite Bruce Wayne. Um, for but me, I, the fir the first two Batman's alone are summed up in one very good quote from uh, from the director. Um, oh, what's Goth Boy's name? Damn it. I'm trying to remember who you're thinking of. Um, the director of Batman. I'm stuck on Batman Forever because right. that one right. wasn't with uh, Michael Ke Keaton as Batman. That was with Val Kilmer as Batman. And your right. two villains in that were Jim Carrey as the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. 
and uh, you had Chris O'Donnell as being um, as Robin, as Robin, and they had the holy the well. I mean, by bringing in uh, that the by bringing in Robin, they were in they were a hundred percent going for the TV show. This was I grew up on the Adam West Batman. I want that to be. I want to go back to that. They even have uh, Robin saying, "Holy sheet metal, Batman!" So like they were like dying the wool. They they weren't. That's not what he was there for. Um, but I th- I think the guy who you are thinking of who directed was Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. Yes, Tim. That's like yeah, Goth Boy. Tim Burton. Um, uh, his quote with someone like when uh, I think it was um Kevin Smith pointed out like, well I, I we like you didn't like you don't like seem to like comic books. Like, I've never read a comic book. I would never read a comic book. That was his response about like comments about Batman. And I think that's a very good description of the movie. Because again, uh-huh. uh, as, I, as I say, look, the hallmark of a bad Batman movie or a bad Batman story, um, during the parade sequence, the Joker pulls out a gun and starts firing at a jet. So Batman's response with his jet that is bearing down on, on the Joker is to pull out machine guns and start firing at him. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, whose parents were shot in an alley and became Batman and swore would never use a gun, wouldn't have machine guns on his on the on his bat jet. Being a bat jet, yeah, that's derpy, that's goofy, mm-hmm. that's Batman. Wouldn't use a gun under any circumstances. Would he ever use a gun? So it bugs the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't. You're not a big Batman dude, are you? Making this movie. All right, that's fine. It's fine, but don't call it Batman. Just call it your weird rubber suit fetish movie. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, I think so they they dropped off definitely because it went from I want to do something gothic, but I don't really know what, to I want to do the Adam West Batman and goofy it up. I want to. It was like a modern Adam West Batman. Yeah, it was. I mean, they and they, they really did goofy you know totally screw that up because after like you had the michael keaton batman which was really big and then the second part to that which was uh which wasn't bad it wasn't great but it wasn't bad and then after that it just fell apart you know once you got like val kilmer in there and george clooney and all these others it just really started falling to shit because it became just so campy and just bad acting altogether that i just could not appreciate it and you know rightfully so it was just it was shit and then the costumes started to get shittier for the you know whole batman genre thing a um, lot of i mean the, the batman costume always a pretty do, pretty dopey yeah but they they got dopier you know <laughs> yeah. it got dopier so that was batman the bat Batman's. nipples made no sense like that no. was just a weird fucking sicko what that was uh, but then you had after, of course, Batman Forever, you have Batman and Robin, and then you have um, Batman Beginnings, which was 2005, which I'm trying to remember exactly <clears throat> was in Batman Beginnings. Uh, I want to say that was, um, wasn't that the one with Christian Bale? What, what, was it, that was the, the Christian Bale one. Yeah, the Christian Bale. That was, the, that was when he picked up the Bat voice. Nolan. Yeah, not the, the not the not when the not the Batman voice. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was Conway in the cartoon who invented the who came up with the idea like that he needs two voices. It doesn't make sense for him to be like, I'm I am Bruce Wayne. Also, I am Batman. We are mm-hmm. two different people. 
that's stupid. He would have two voices. One would be like, hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. It's nice to meet everybody. I'm a, I'm a kind of a dork. I'm a derpy little rich dude. Nice to meet you. And then I'm Batman. And there has to be some difference, a notable key change. You should not be aware that the guy who's going to beat the shit out of everyone here without using a gun is the same as, hi, I'm Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> he, that, was, that, was, uh, that was Kevin Conroy. Best Batman. Um, but then mm-hmm. Christian Bale was the one like, well, I'm just going to sound like a, uh, like a mad. I'm like a mad all the time, but for no reason. And then like what the fuck did this become turkey man or batman what the fuck is i I get the idea they're going for he's trying to scare them Mm -hmm. and it needs this come across as less human okay could have used a voice changer um especially when you have the scarecrow thing at the end you can just have him do that that's fine um or just says a word doesn't talk to him if you want Batman to like, I'm just going to scare him. Just yell one word. Just grab the guy, punch him. Falcone. That's it. He just says a word. Like, what do you want from me? Beat him. Keep him confused. Don't let him see what you're doing. Don't ever have your face. Oh, you're just a human being right next to their face and go like in a weird voice. Swear to me. It's a cool line. It's a very cool line. Is it? <laughs> swear to me is a cool line. Like, I swear to God. No, swear to me. Cool line. Kind of silly, though. Well, wait a minute. Was it swear to me or was it? Swear to me. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Can Batman die now? Can we just get to that part of the? So, uh, but then after you had uh, Batman Begins and you have The Dark Knight, and which is two thousand eight, and then The Dark Knight Rises, Joker, everyone's favorite Joker. Which you know what? I I will say this. my my favorite Joker has always been the original Cesar Romero. Even as campy as he was, he fucking played a good Joker. He is my definition and my vision of Joker. Uh, regardless of how campy the writing was, he brought it as Joker. And everyone's yeah. basis of which Joker is weird. Is, yeah, because he didn't. He, like he had once, and maybe this is why it works. But he didn't respect the role in the least. Mm-mm. But also, he really fucking went for it mm-hmm. because he would paint over a mu- his mustache. He yep. wasn't willing to shave his mustache for this silly little Joker thing, but he fucking goes for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And he was an accomplished actor. Here's the sad thing yeah. about he was not the first pick for the Joker. Someone else was, and then that guy turned it down. And oh well, Cesar Romero, because I think they were still trying to avoid going with a Hispanic guy. Um, but you know, when, oh, Batman! You... They still do that. Oh, yeah. Batman series. They still love to get rid of the Latinos left and right. Oh, Bane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Rise. Best Bane. Worst Bane. Mm-hmm. He's fucking white. That's incorrect. Mm-hmm. He's canonically fucking Mexican. You racists. Yes. You filthy, fucking... dirty racists. Even even the fucking animated series has that right, and you can't fucking roll with that. It's like, yeah. oh my god. Anyway, we'll get off onto our. Uh fucking disparity each thing later yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, we're coming back to it oh yeah definitely yeah. definitely so you have uh the dark knight rises and then you have in tw- number 12 on the list of batman versus superman dawn of justice 2016 now correct me if i'm wrong because you're you're better at this than what i am carlo mm. is this the ben Aff- this is ben affleck is batman yes this is the fabled batfleck okay. um which i had no problem with 
People got so upset, like, why he can't have work? People get so mad at Ben Affleck for everything. Anything he does, we're like, how dare he get a job? Like, yeah, job. Calm down. You want to see it before you complain about it? And then all those bros that were pissy about it constantly defend this. Yeah. And I didn't see it. I refuse to see it. I saw, I I like Ben Affleck. I saw the, um, I saw the trailer Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's dark and a bunch of shit's happening. I'm told I can't see a goddamn thing. And then it cuts to dark and shit happening. I can't see anything. And then uh, the only bright spot, the only part where there's like light and you can see anything, it's Batman with a machine gun firing into a crowd. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not watching that. I've been very clear. Don't put a gun in Batman's hand. If you do that, I'm not fucking watching. The man is traumatized. You don't want to give that man a gun. <laughs> yeah. Stop giving Batman a gun. This is a problem. Because it just hit me tur- with a shotgun, with a machine gun firing at a crowd of guys. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm not watching this. Because it's just bang, 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 bang. Yeah. It's not Batman, you guys. Come I'm on. Like, leave him the fuck alone. Stop giving this man a gun. What the fuck? This is why we have the Punisher and shit. That's why we have that those characters, because these other characters are better than I know that's Marvel shut up I put uh, these, these characters are better oh, wait a minute you can uh, have death by death stroke fine you have that dude who's willing to shoot everybody fine you have the, the funny dude with like the guy who like I'm gonna say something funny while I shoot someone in the back of the head Tee-hee. sure you have a Deadpool you have Deadpool for that you don't need Batman to do that have Batman do Batman things Batman it's lazy and it bothers me so and then we go into now this I never saw Carlo I don't know if you saw it but also in 2016 Suicide Squad. I never bothered. I'm assuming Batman makes an appearance in that because uh, it has it listed. Um, so let's say okay. Uh, then yeah, you have like a cameo. Then you have now this one. I'm just I don't even know how the hell this gets on there, but it is there. Batman's the, Le- the main character. The Lego Batman movie, but with Will Arnett who doesn't Arnett. like whose vo- normal speaking voice is very Batmany. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also doesn't really bother. <laughs> he brings back the why did I bother changing my voice? Yeah, but they make a reason for it. They do the way they play it. Batman is this dumb narcissist. Um, the weird thing is they're like, okay, this is obviously a paint by numbers Hollywood movie. This is about selling toys. Okay, so deep plot, not important, guys. So. Go grab uh, the jar of recycled plots, and we're going to do Batman fight, like uh, superhero fights supervillain. Uh, supervillain uh, super, super uh, starts to win. Looks like the superhero is all is lost, teams back up with his buddies, and takes over the villain, right? Got it. Break. But someone went and got a rom com, mm. and they did the guy who breaks up with his girlfriend and then, like, tries to be okay and then realizes he can't. So he goes back to try to win her back. And they decided that's what this Batman movie has to be. Yeah. That's literally what it is. It is um, Will Arnett trying to win back Zach Galifianakis' Joker because he breaks his heart. And then they they get back together uh, at the end and they literally make a bridge of make the people make a bridge mm-hmm. to heal the land. And then there was also, uh, I remember Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald was in there as the penguin. Who yeah. did a pretty decent job of that? That yeah. was, that was actually- technically his second time being uh, doing being the uh, the penguin. Yes, because he did he did a cameo as the penguin in one of the college humor things. Mm-hmm. It was so uh, good. Oh yeah, I highly recommend it. It makes my point, <laughs> the exact point, because it is it has uh, the penguin getting upset with Batman for all the murder he does. It's like you said you don't murder. No, no, no. They're sleeping. Yeah. 
but they're dead. No, they're asleep. They're asleep. Because when they fight me, I'm really good. So they get tired. Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah. They got they nailed it. They're right. And then you have uh number 15 on the list uh dealing with Batman is Justice League in 2017. Then you have Zack Snyder's Justice League in 2021. I remember that controversy. We're not touching that. And then you have the Batman in 2022. This is the one with Mr. Twilight as uh, Batman, which I'm not going to knock it. I haven't seen it. I've been told it's a really good plot because uh, instead of jumping into Joker, they're dealing with the Riddler and they're doing Riddler as kind of like Zodiac Killer-esque, but I I haven't jumped into it. I'm going to jump into it, but I haven't yet. And then after that, these probably are not even worth mentioning, but I (laughs) fuck me. I guess I will. This is a reminder. Batman is a comic book. Comic books in their nascent form are for kids they can rise above but they don't always no sometimes DC especially doesn't like to rise above being for kids yeah sometimes well the dcu the the dc cinematic universe yeah uh specifically hates people who like comic books Mm -hmm. and they want to sell it to children yes and they they fucking go under sometimes and here's an example going under uh dc league of super pets Yep, uh, animated feature about um, mm. Crypto the Super Dog and Bat Dog. <laughs> oh God! And then uh, you have the Flash, which will be twenty twenty three. I'm not sure if that's movie yep. or animated or just. I assume it's they're finally going to give the Flash a, a movie of his own. Maybe. And then you have Batgirl, which is to be TBA to be announced. Yeah. Uh, which I'm I, very interested in which Batgirl they're going to go with on that one because, like, that, the, that would be interesting. That would I be like a lot of the modern like takes with Batgirl where she's not just this, like, I guess we'll have a girl do it. She, like, I like, um, I really enjoyed her in the Harley Quinn show mm-hmm. and uh, in one of the more recent comics where she is in college and kind of figuring her own stuff out, and her becoming Batgirl is also her like coming out of her shell and going off to college mm-hmm. thing. So I think that's got an interesting take on it. And so I'd, I'd be, I've been to watching that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind watching that either myself. And some of these things. Fucking trailer has her with a fucking harpoon gun, stabbing someone in the eye. I'm out. Yeah. I just, no, I'm just not. So I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of down to watch a few of these that I have not seen yet. And uh, kind of going from there. Um, now let's jump into a little, now we're kind of taking you on a movie history of it. Let's, let's just do some notable Batman history. I think one of the more notable Batman histories for me, Carlo, was an interview with Adam West. And like, this is no, so Adam West, for those of you who are a little bit too young and don't know, Adam West was the wearing blue tights, you know, the drawn on, uh, eyebrows, yeah, super cheesy fucking uh, acting. You know, the Batcave was clearly marked Batcave. <laughs> that type of shit. You know, you had the pow and the zoom and the zoinks popping up in that episode. But one of the things here is uh, in nineteen in the 1960s, Adam West, the actor who played Batman for a few years there, went and met with at the time Pope Paul the fourth. Mm. And uh 
it was admitted to Mr. West that Pope Paul was a huge fan of the Batman series. <laughs> Which, I mean, what better compliment is there than the Pope saying, I really fucking like your yep. Batman. Oh, like that's that's that's, that's a trip. Nice. I mean, that's that's super. That's super thrilling. I mean, I don't think he ever won a an Oscar or anything for this show, yeah. but getting the Pope to say I really enjoy your show that that's almost Oscar worthy, right there. <laughs> Adam West. Oh man, who incidentally was just one of the best and cheesiest Batman's you can ever have is is Adam West. Oh. Uh, brilliant brilliant you know (laughs) the only the only man on the planet who could breathe life into that particular batman was adam west (laughs) and of course but actually some of my favorite uh villain types come from that particular series like um, to me there is no better you know cesar romero as the joker i mean that's just my epitome of joker uh as cheesy as it was uh mr meredith there as penguin burgess meredith yeah Yeah. burgess meredith you know his laugh is the iconic penguin laugh like no one does that laugh like burgess does you know (laughs) no i I can't do it for shit because i'm not burgess but you know the iconic laugh that's all fucking burgess that that really is and then some of the most gorgeous cat women (laughs) just come from that show you know Eartha Kitt, Julie Newmar, whoever the other one was. Oh my God, they were the, just the most gorgeous cat women I had ever seen. Like no other cat woman compares them. I mean, none of them compared to the cat women that they had on that TV show. That's my opinion. Carlo, feel sure. free to disagree with me, but don't. <laughs> oh, Michelle, the, the fetishist in me needs, needs a Michelle Pfeiffer. It, you know, I, I I can see that for the fetishist, but like yeah. even for a fetish, like just the just Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt filling in that Catwoman outfit, it's just like oh sure, you know yeah. what I'm saying, you know, like yeah. <laughs> oh god, and Eartha Kitt's voice for Catwoman it was oh, oh yeah, Eartha Kitt possibly oh, the perfect god. woman. Oh god, genius level at intellect, beautiful singer, polyglot. Mm-hmm. She was a Catwoman. And she she could uh, with uh, she could be a femme fatale or like the wicked witch, and mm-hmm. no matter what, you're like, yeah, she's going. She's the best. Yeah, no, absolutely, Eartha Kit. Oh my god, hands down. Um, we need to have a Catwoman and Joker episode on here, <laughs> but we really do. So that's that's a little bit about these fun little shows. Now, Carlo, you have something interesting about the utility Batman's utility belt, don't you? I do. What interest? I uh, I found a little a fun little list here. Uh, what what they've called? Uh, well, this is uh, from Screen Rant: the fifteen most bizarre things Batman carries in his utility belt. Oh, do tell. Yeah, so there's a um, and I like that they started here on the list number fifteen out of fifteen, and it's the right one to start with. It is the bat shark repellent <laughs> from the Batman movie back in the sixties, sixty six. Adam West. Uh, while Bal- while Robin is takes control of the Batcopter, uh, a, uh, because they are chasing uh, the Penguin submarine out at sea, which is for some reason not underwater, um, 
a jar, a shark leaps out of the water and bites Batman's leg. So he's like, quick, throw me the shark repellent, which is, by the way, next to the manta ray repellent, the whale repellent, and the barracuda repellent in the in the bag. And it sprays it on the bat on the on the shark. And then it the, cuts to a, a clip of a of a rubber shark being dropped into the ocean. And then exploding. It exploded later. <laughs> yep. Oh god! Uh, it wasn't. It was an exploding shark, I believe, sent by the penguin. Yeah. Uh, now, because of because of that one in the comics that came with uh, as as put here for number fourteen, because of the infamy regarding the bat shark repellent, mm-hmm. it was inevitable that Batman writers would eventually make fun of how silly that repellent was. In this case, the idea ran with they ran with was to take the original silly idea and make it even more over the top. Batman's not driving away sharks anymore. This comes from a fairly weird crossover story between Batman and Planetary. The story was just a loose excuse to unleash a bevy of Batman from different worlds. When one of them is attacked by a villainess named Jaquita, he sprays her with bat female villain repellent. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It only attacks, it is repellent for bat female villains. And it is because it is a. Uh, in the planetary with multiple Batmans, it's specifically it is the Adam West universe Batman. So he has a spray for that. So when they're like, I'm an evil villain, what are you gonna do? Ha axe body spray. Ah, it's disgusting. She's out. Oh my god. I wonder if it's the fire scent. <laughs> uh next up, mm-hmm. uh, they had this is kind of funny. They had laughing gas and sad pills. When it comes to making enemies uncontrollably laugh, you're much more likely to think of Joker than Batman. However, an old Batman comic featured our Dark Knight using special laughing gas from his belt to distract some villainous giants. This occurred after Batman Robin time traveled to the past, obviously. These giants were being pests to some local villagers, but one dose of Batman's laughing gas helped distract them while Batman worked on a plan. If that isn't weird enough, an old Batman TV episode showed that Batman also carries special sad pills to counteract the effects of laughing gas. Only Batman gets away with carrying a bunch of uppers and downers and calling it. I was going to say the exact same thing. So <laughs> carrying uppers and downers like quaaludes and fucking antidepressants. Yep. When you need what you need. Uh, number 12, a makeup kit. Oh, Batman okay. takes it as a matter of fact that he is a master of disguise. This is despite the fact that he spends most of his time in an instantly recognizable bat suit. Mm-hmm. However, one of the oldest issues of Batman showed his disguise skills by revealing that he carries around a makeup kit in his belt. This is a perfect gadget for when you need to convince people that Bruce Wayne isn't actually Batman. Now, this is also used in the, uh, really well in the comic books, uh, not in the comic books, in the uh, animated series, where there's one of the best episodes where he shows up there. He has showed up uh, and there, he, uh, a bunch of uh, supervillains are playing poker and talking about their almost got him, which I believe is what they call the episode. And each one tells their best. I almost killed the Batman story. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a spoiler. Jump ahead 30 seconds is revealed that uh, one of the guys at the table is Batman disguise. It's killer croc. Who's when he gets a turn, like, so how'd you almost get him? I threw a big rock at him. Everyone's quiet for a moment. They're like, okay. And then it's real. He did that using makeup, just makeup. (laughs) So, you know, there's that. Uh, Of course he has number 11, the kryptonite ring for when Superman gets a little uppity. Your man forgets his place and start acting like he's in charge. He carries around a kryptonite ring. It's just, just like I have my fr- my most powerful, second most powerful um, friend's uh, ability to beat him right here next to me. Bam, got you. Uh, the first, of course, being Wonder Woman, whose uh, uh, 
whose weakness is being bound by a man, which of course they, he's a gentleman. They're both adults. They have a safe word. Next up, number 10, crayons. The weirdest Batman stories make our heroes seem like MacGyver in a cape. Given enough time or whatever bizarre crap he pulls out of his belt, Batman can make almost anything. Um, In one, this is a very old comic book. It has, as a car rumbles downhill, lots of traffic down below. We'll have to warn them somehow. Quick, Robin, grab that poster. And he just picks up a poster and it says like, get coffee. A split second later, Batman has torn the poster in half and good thing we always carry crayon in our utility belts. Now everything will depend on an accurate throw. As he writes with crayon onto a piece of paper and throws it in a car so it doesn't doesn't, uh, slam into the wall. Number nine, a collapsible sword. This is from the Batman, the Brave and the Bold with, um, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, but it is the it is kind of an, it's very much a more high super powered Adam West style. It is very very silly and goofy. But uh, despite having more than a few fantasy elements in it, Batman's comics are primarily grounded in the modern world. However, in the Batman: The Brave and the Bold animated show, we see that Batman carries a special collapsible sword inside his belt. That's not well enough. The sword looks very much like a lightsaber from Star Wars. And. Interest kind of has a, a say a lightsaber because why not? Yeah. Uh number six, a rather large saw. Sometimes what makes uh, an item in Batman's belt so weird is how crazy it is, such as his lock-off lightsaber and a shark repellent. Other times it is the mundane nature of the item that makes it really stand out. For instance, Batman once busts out a large saw to help himself and Robin out of a jam. Vintage Robin uh Batman comic. Uh, Robin is impersonating a thief. They get uh, tied up in a cargo hold and they just, oh, it's cool. I have a saw. And he pulls out a full-sized saw to cut through the wall. Yeah, that makes sense. Why not? Sure. <laughs> um, this is kind of a bad one. A couple of times I took it too far. He was packing napalm inside his utility belt. Oh, wow. And he just threw some napalm at some bad guys. <laughs> Why not? And it was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't kill people. So we, we forgot that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is an African death bee antidote pill. This is from the uh, Adam West days. Mm-hmm. Great. There's a picture of uh, Burt Ward having knocked over a tripwire that is tied to a blue sign that says death bee beehive tripwire. And next to it is a plastic beehive <laughs> out of which a little bee is coming out to kill him. But it's cool because he has he has an antidote pill for that. It's okay. The antivenom. Yay. <laughs> Uh, casual fans may think Mr. Freeze wasn't goofy until Batman and Robin. Not true. Old Batman TV. Mr. Freeze had a trained seal helping him in his plan to freeze the world. To save the day, Batman needs to follow the seal back to freeze, and that's when things that's weird. This would be a perfect time for a tracking device, right? You'd expect the utility belt to be full of those. Instead, Batman busts out a small, echoing seal pulsator so they can track the animal. Yep. He also, in that episode, if I'm not mistaken, he carried fish for the to give the seal a treat after the fight that yeah. is also in his belt yeah because he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's nice animals like bat sardines or something i was like oh my god yeah uh in a strange episode the old batman tv show robin's life is in danger when penguin unleashes lethal fruit flies instead hmm. of resorting to something really high tech batman produces a rather plain fly swatter from his utility belt to kill these lethal pests this does not keep him from calling it the bat's water. Of course not. Why would he just, he couldn't. You have to call it the bat's water. That's required. And what, what's, what number are we on now? We are at 
number three. This is now oh, the top three we're just saying. Ooh, I'm excited. In the whole episode of the Batman TV show, again, Bruce Wayne is kidnapped by a supervillain obsessed with soap. He has to figure out how to change his costume so the world doesn't see the billionaire Bruce Wayne doing Batman's bad kung fu moves. Crazy solution. He produces a special pill from the tiny utility belt inside his ascot. It is a utility belt in his ascot. And when he adds water, it becomes a full-size suit complete with another belt. Wow. Yeah. It has its own super belt inside the pill. Uh, Let's see. Heel and toe rocket controls. Yeah, that that I kind of remember. So yeah, yeah. So in old Batman TV episode, they are sinking into quicksand left by the Riddler. Looks like the heroes might die when Batman suggests a simple plan. Why not use their rocket boots? Turns out they had rocket boots the whole time. That was the thing they could do, and they just boom, flew safety. Everything's fine. Number one, number one. Here it is from the Adam West Batch book. Sometimes the weird stuff in Batman's utility belt seem odd because it's hard to think of why he would anticipate needing these things. Other times, he has something that is really practical right up until you wonder where the hell it came from. The best example of this is the Bat Shield. On paper, a shield is a pretty practical accessory for Batman. After all, he spends his nights surrounded by villains trying to hurt him with fists, blunt instruments, so a shield seems pretty smart. Turns out he's carrying one in his utility belt at all times. Mm-hmm. But the dimensions boggle the mind. Every piece of this four piece bat shield are too big to fit inside batman's utility belt but this doesn't stop him from assembling a shield big enough to protect his whole body it's made out of four plates that is snapped together that say bat shield on it (laughs) i remember i vividly remember that episode he keeps in the back and he pulls out so it makes you think that he was keeping it in his cape but it wasn't it was in the utility belt but that he pulls it out from there assembles it i was like Throws it together. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was hidden in the usual place, wasn't it, Batman? <laughs> oh, my God. Batman, Batman. You got to love Batman. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, you know, so we've a little bit about the history, little weird things that are kept in his utility belt. Very weird things. I'm surprised the sardines weren't on there. I really yeah. am surprised. Like that's too practical. Carries, that just, that just yeah, makes like sense. you know, who who the fuck would carry sardines? You know, but jumping to it, out of curiosity, before we get into our are we the assholes, Carlo? Do you have a favorite Batman? Like Kevin some Conroy. Kevin Conroy as Batman with with without except without anyone getting close. Uh, he did the best job of. Uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman being at odds. He is he is he is Bruce Wayne, but in his heart, he's Batman. He is Batman and he plays the character of Bruce Wayne. That's the truth of his character. Um, the best versions of comic books uh, refer to this, the best moments in uh in any version of Batman refer, refer to this. But Conroy is the one who made that true in the performance from day one, and he was he's always gonna be my Batman. Awesome. Awesome. I think for me, like uh, I grew up with the Adam West Batman. So that's always just as cheesy and campy and as ridiculous as carrying fish or a riot gear shield in your utility belt is. It it was just still one of the funnest Batmans because Batman's way too serious now. And it's always like, you know, way too gritty, which is fine. But for that nice campy 
I can't believe this made it to television type of thing. Adam West for me, just Adam yeah. West as Batman was, was just a very fun Batman for me. And may not be like the serious Batman for everybody. Cause I know like, Oh my God, we're thinking serious Batman. I'm not, I'm thinking fun, joyful, take me back to my childhood, Adam West, Batman, you know, and that that's, that's, clearly my thing if i had to go with a serious one i would probably go with michael keaton in the first one sure yeah. you know but that that's me yeah. now moving on to our yeah. exciting game carlo you have the yeah. game of we are the assholes and that's our, right who are yeah. we as always we play a little game called we'll be the assholes where i will give a uh, vada here a couple of options here that relate to today's topic uh, from the Reddit subreddit of Am I the Asshole, where someone asks a question, tells a story, and then we decide whether or not they are the asshole, the other person the asshole, no assholes here, or only assholes here, all points in between. Then we will check to see if the internet were correct in their assumptions or decisions based on the matter, um, directly correlating to whether or not they agree with us. So today we have uh, two options for you to choose one, the first one being... Um, Am I the asshole for being somewhat obnoxious during the Batman movie? Mm-hmm. Or am I the asshole for not wanting my husband to go see Batman when our baby is due? Oh, wow. Okay. There are two of them. They're pretty short. We could knock out short. both if you think they're both short. Let's, I, yeah, I, I think so. Let, let's, do the, let's do the harder one. for. Well, actually, it's not that harder morally, but let's figure out the baby and let's Batman do, thing. Yeah. Baby Batman. All right, posted by Psychological Putt three three five one two months ago. Uh, am I the asshole for not wanting my husband to go see Batman when our baby is due? My twenty five year old, my a twenty five year old uh, female, my husband a twenty eight year old male, and I are expecting a baby. As you may know, there is a new Batman movie releasing on early March. My husband is a big fan of that kind of stuff and wants to see it opening day. The issue is that our estimated due date is exactly on that day. I know that only a fraction of babies are actually born on the exact day, but I have always been very regular on my periods, and I have a feeling that I may be one of those cases. He says it is important to see the movie the first day because of, because of spoilers and that. Even I end up having the baby that day while he is where even... What's happening? It just oh, they, no, she just left out words. Even if I end up having the baby that day while he is watching a movie, at worst, he would have arrived a few hours late and is not such a big deal. He says I'm being irrational and emotional because of being pregnant. I am upset because I feel I, I because I feel deprioritized by him. Am I the asshole? Sorry, a lot of that was written oddly wow that that's wow okay that's badly written okay uh shit I, i'm is there an edit to that that says maybe no that is the full post okay well fuck me all right so i'm gonna go with no you're not the asshole i mean the birth of y'all's child is way more important than the opening of batman uh so i'm gonna go that that's my short version basically yeah the crapulence of that post was uh yeah. that that's just my short version of that you know yeah but, you know that's me carlo i i don't she isn't she is not the asshole he is an asshole yeah 
he is a stupid, stupid asshole. Because the, the crux of this is like, it's really important that I see it on the day. I don't want a spoiler. Carlo, don't. Well, yeah, because I don't want a spoiler. Like, Wait, so you, in his mind, in his mind, during the, what could be up to, could, which could be out like a 36-hour birth, like that happens. People have been up for days working on, on a bird. Like that happens. Mm-hmm. So during that entire time, at one point or another, while the birth of their child is happening, one, okay, maybe he won't be in the room. Maybe he's going to be like smoking cigarettes outside. Fine. He's going to go old school. Fine. He's not going to be in the room for, for the birth of his child. He doesn't want to be in the room. If that, he's going to be waiting outside and he's going to be sitting there going like, well, fuck, I'm just, I guess I better scroll Twitter. This is not enough for me. The miracle of birth of my child with a woman I ostensibly give half a shit about. That boring, what's up, Reddit? What's going on? What's good, baby? I got to check my TikToks. The fuck is it matter with you? Kill him and break his phone. He's an asshole. (laughs) He's a stupid lady. You fucked the wrong one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, lady. You you really did. Oh, my God. Feel bad for you. He can't but, turn, can't that because where else would he get? Does he think the doctor would be like the head is crowning? Also, uh, Bane is in it. No, they're not going to fucking do that. No one in that room is going to give a shit about Batman for the entire portion of having your baby, and then you don't sleep for a few months. It's your baby. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, no, 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 no. Sorry, uh, I got to get on. Uh, hey Siri, uh, what's up? When, what happens to Batman? Just get off your don't look at TV or your phone for one fucking day while your baby is being bored. Mm. Batman would beat the shit out of you. No, totally. <laughs> Batman would be totally disappointed in you. Oh man, that's goddamn that's, piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but what? the mom, not an asshole for asking. No, absolutely not. So what's the second one? Because that one was too easy. I thought it was gonna be more yeah. complex, but it wasn't. Yeah, everyone is overwhelming us. Like it says he says I'm being irrational and emotional because I'm being pregnant. All right, a grown man, uh, grown and a grown adult man can't wait a couple of days to see a comic book movie because spoilers, and you're being irrational, irrational and emotional. And it's not hard to avoid movies, to avoid spoilers. Just don't look at your phone, don't check Google News, don't check fan sites. Focus on your damn newborn and getting any sleep you can muster. This is, yeah, boom. Ridiculous. Next one up. Next one. Next one. Am I the asshole for being somewhat obnoxious during the Batman movie? Yes, you Hosted are. by <laughs> Pixie Nut. <laughs> Pixie Nut. Pixie Nut. Get I it. guess. I don't know. All right. Uh, so right now, I am rewatching the Batman movie because the theater experienced a small power outage at 11 p.m. that reset every movie. They also can't fast forward the movie. Me and my friends were two hours into the Batman movie and determined to finish it. Meanwhile, 95% of the theater chose to get a refund, leaving two people up front and my group. So in the first two minutes the movie played, me and my friends started cracking jokes about the movie. We weren't saying them super loud, but laughs were audible to the two people remaining. Then they said out loud, there are still people here. 30 seconds. We are still laughing. He started making fun of our laughs. Classic teen boy, teenage boy laugh. Our thought process, processes was that we all had just watched the movie and then we weren't really taking anything away since we'd already seen it, had seen it happen. By the time the movie catches up, I'm on the toilet in the theater restroom while the movie is playing. 
we were likely be quiet, be quiet as when we were the first time watching it. I know we might likely be buttholes, but were we that bad? Yeah, you fucking shit. Don't fucking ruin the movie experience for other people. If you fucking want to ruin it for yourself. I don't care if you re-fucking... Okay, yes, theater had a glitch. That doesn't mean that the other person caught everything and maybe they want to catch some things because it's like watching a movie that you can watch over and over and always catching something new like Blazing Saddles. I always catch a new joke in that or something. Uh, Don't be a dick and fuck it up for somebody else. You are absolutely an asshole. My judgment has been passed. Carlo, kicking the ball to you. Uh, yeah, you're being an asshole. And I will, I will say this, being an asshole, because you're talking, you're talking about during the movie. Now, I will say, I've been in movies, I'm like, this is garbage. I'm mad I paid for this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be an asshole and talk during the movie. Yeah, but I'm being an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's what an asshole does. It's like, huh, I digested food and now there's shit coming out of me. Hmm. I the, you're an asshole yes that's what an asshole does mm-hmm. yeah like i've um and i've i've and i've done done it to where like people in the audience were laughing and laughing along with me at the movie because it was that bad that has happened i'm still an asshole for doing it yeah it is not like but they like they were good with it yeah still an asshole the idea that like well they've already seen it that doesn't fucking matter they may prefer to watch their movies in goddamn silence that is their right that you are taking from them. For example, if I decided an entire, there's only uh, my group and two other people, and those two other people decide to stand in front of you so you didn't get to enjoy an aspect of the movie, seeing it, that's only seeing it. What do you care if you've already seen it before, right? There's nothing wrong with me standing in front of the projector so you can't see it now because you saw it earlier. You should assume I'll sit down when we get to the part we haven't seen. Obviously, I'll do that. But in the meantime, just let me do it. You're an asshole. Total asshole. Same process. You're an asshole. Dumb child. You're a dumb fucking child. Um, Large in a way, asshole, asshole, asshole. They were marked asshole. Uh, Just because you don't care about it because you've already seen it didn't mean the others didn't. Simply put, you were just being rude and inconsiderate. Uh, Another one. Yeah, you're the asshole. Dicking about in a movie. Automatic asshole. (laughs) Uh, you're the asshole. Note about the movie theater has a problem, so you childishly punish punish people who played the who paid to watch a movie. You're the asshole. Shut up in the cinema. Also, they might have been excited to see it again in case there were any little details they missed the first time, as is often the case with these types of movies. Just like you said, across uh, the board, asshole, 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 stupid assholes. Yes, that was easy. <laughs> So next time we need to get something more challenging. Yeah, but I think yeah, for the most part, definitely a bunch of assholes. And Batman is a pretty black and white guy. He is. <laughs> you don't fuck with a Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh That's god. Right. Well, on that amazing fun dark night episode of VCR, uh, we are going to go ahead and do like we always do and fly off into the night. <laughs> and save some damsel in distress but if you want to share maybe your favorite batman with us or your favorite batman movie uh please do so carlo how can they do that they can always reach us ah, everything broke fine. <laughs> everything's fine what happened they can always reach us a bunch of stuff fell okay oh, yeah. i can't knock stuff over i blame uh. the cat um 
You can always reach us at the VCR show on both Twitter and TikTok. No, Instagram. <laughs> Twitter. It's all the same damn thing at some point. But yes, you we'll get, get a TikTok eventually. Well, I'm eventually one day we'll do that. Uh, but you can also email us to the VCR show at gmail.com if you'd like to sit there and give us your literary opinion on anything that we've said. And you can also check out our website thevcrshow.com we have some interesting articles out there just sharing our opinions on things and you know take a read let us know what you think and also if you're someone who is an avid reader and you enjoy reading maybe you'd like to pick up mr magana's book or one of his books he has two of them uh carlo what are those books you got out there uh i have in the worst way and Dark Sarcasm. Both are neo-noir that take place in Houston. Um, you can find them on Amazon. Just look for the names and mine. Carla Magana. And as always, you've been... I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye. Bye. Need a clean space? Call A Clean Space For You in Multi-Services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704 or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes, S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to thevcrshow at gmail.com.